0: hello everybody and welcome to the latest episode of house Call a podcast about all things hospital at home today we're going to talk about the newly developed knowledge and skills framework for HPs and nursing staff working in hospital at home services um, and I'm delighted to say for this conversation we've got three amazing colleagues with us and I am rather than going rather than introducing them I'm going to ask you all to introduce yourself so Mary I'll start with you.
1: Hello, my name is Mary Ward. I'm the team leader for Hospital at Home based at University Hospital here Myers. My background is I'm an occupational therapist and I have worked within the Hospital at Home Service in Lanarkshire for the past 11 years. And I was um, very grateful to have got the opportunity to work on this this project along with my colleagues Laura, Laura-Ann and Catherine.
0: Thank you, Mary. Um, and Laura-Ann?
2: Hi, I'm laura Ann. I'm um, the team leader for the Hospital at Home service based in Monklands Hospital. Um, I've worked with Hospital at Home for the past seven years um, and I'm a registered nurse practitioner. Um, And I've also been um, part of the project team with um, NACE in developing the framework.
0: Thank you. And absolutely, last but not least, Catherine.
3: Hi everyone, I'm Catherine Evans and I work for NHS Education uh, for Scotland as a Principal Educator within our Postgraduate and Post-Registration Education and Continuing Professional Development Team which is part of the Nursing, Midwifery and Allied Health Professions Directorate and I was involved in supporting um, Leanne and Mary as part of the project team within NES taking this forward.
0: Thank you all so much and thank you for giving up your time today to record this podcast uh, with us. We're really grateful. So let's just jump in then Um, and I really want to talk about how did we get where we are today with a framework just about ready to launch. So Catherine, I thought I might come to you first and then Laura and and Mary, I'll maybe come to you about why it's needed. Um, So Catherine, if we can talk to you a little bit about how, how are we in this position, first of all?
3: Uh, Thanks, Leanne. Um, So we were approached uh, by Health Improvement Scotland um, uh, back last year, um, sort of uh, November time, and were asked uh, to be commissioned to develop a framework. And this was following um, a request from practice that this uh, was something that was going to be needed to support development. Um, We were really pleased to be able to support this work um, and thought a framework would really help in terms of articulating the particular knowledge and skills uh, that are required for health uh, care professionals working with hospital at home services across Scotland. Thanks, Katrin.
0: And Mary, I'm going to come to you next because you were key, You both yourself and Laura and were key to the development of the framework, um, but you're both practitioners in hospital at home services now. So just to, can you tell us a little bit about why the framework was needed and why does hospital at home need its own framework?
1: What we feel is Hospital at Home, it's quite a unique service that sits in between your acute services and your existing primary care services. And the staff that work within the service have quite unique skill sets. So they have a mixture of skills that you would need to work within an acute ward, but also being able to transfer those skills out into the community. So we felt it was a a good opportunity to to showcase the skills that we've got within the service, but also building that into a framework so that people, if they want to come into the service, they know what it is that they they would need the, the skills they would need to learn to, to come on board.
0: Thank you, Mary. Laura and do you have anything
2: anything to add to that? Yeah, just um, like um, Mary and Cartin has said, um I think the, the the why the framework is needed is to provide a kind of structured process for consistent development and maintenance of um, knowledge, skills and behaviours for practitioners working within a hospital at home. And to help identify key knowledge, skills, and behaviours of the workforce, and guide personal and professional development as well.
0: Thank you all. And I think my next question is for all of you as well. So again, I'll, I'll just—I'll maybe start with Catherine if that's okay. I think if you're going to bring anything into a service or um, any kind of framework, we're hoping that it's going to improve things for people. So, what is the hope that this framework? will do? What what do we think it's going to change or improve? And that applies to services and the staff working in them. Catherine, if you if I can come to you
3: first, if that's all right, I I think we've got a real opportunity uh, with this framework to really help um, services and practitioners to really convey the knowledge and skills they use um, to provide this really high quality acute hospital level service at home, and really demonstrate that unique role of hospital at home. I also think the framework um, uh, uses the four pillars of practice, so this will also support development across all the pillars and will enable practitioners to look at other areas, for example, leadership, supporting learning, quality improvement, as well as having that clinical focus for their learning and development, so it really opens up that opportunity. As well, the framework is set out across different levels of practice. And again, this highlights the potential for different career pathways for practitioners. So you can have people coming in at say, level five practitioner and then developing the knowledge and skills that they need to support their career progression to advanced level practice. And so this is now much more clear and articulated uh, really well. Also, the framework sets out the the expected knowledge and skills for each level of practice and, and role. So I think this will support a bit more standard practice across Scotland and enable people to really move easily between different areas and teams and have clear benchmarks for that expected knowledge, skills and practice. Um, And also the framework can be used to optimise the knowledge and skills within the team and really support succession planning and development of skill mix. So there's quite a range of things that we're hopeful that it
0: can do. Thanks, Katrin. I think um, you've covered a huge amount there, but just um, for the people listening, you mentioned it covers a range of levels. Would you be able to confirm what levels the framework covers and also what staff groups?
3: yes absolutely so the um framework covers from your entry level which is at level three um, and that is your healthcare uh, senior healthcare support worker and then it goes on to uh, level four which is your assistant uh, practitioner and then to level five which is your uh, practitioner level and then level six which is your senior practitioner level, level seven, which is your advanced practitioner level and level eight, which is your consultant uh, uh, practice level.
0: And that's nursing and AHP stuff, isn't it? So it covers
3: the whole range. It does. It's it's generic skills that can be applied across both um, professions or all professions. Fab. Thank you so much. And
0: Laura-Ann, if I come to you next, you are, like I mentioned earlier, you were you were both kind of part of the development of the framework, but you're in that position of being in the hospital home service, but also leading teams in the services as well. So what do you hope will
2: improve for staff? I think... Um... The the development of the framework can improve um, the recruitment and retention um, of staff and also the recognition of what our service does. Um, As previously mentioned, as a a unique service, um, which lies between um, acute and primary care, um, and needs to be recognised as a speciality in the specialist knowledge, skills and behaviours of the practitioners working within the, the workforce. Thank you. Uh, Mary, do you have anything that
0: you want to add about, you know, the, the staff that you're working with and how you think this might make a difference to them or to the kind of service delivery?
1: I think that we were kind of hoping that it would um, support the staff through their, their own career development, especially our junior staff that are coming in at band five level. They're then mm-hmm. able to look at what skills they need to progress on through the service rather than uh, moving away from the service because we didn't have... Um, those opportunities. So our band five is looking at what skills you can get to for your level six, then on to your level seven, then hopefully as the service develops up to our level eight. So as Lauren was saying, we're kind of hopeful that recruitment and retention is, is going to be a big thing from this.
0: That's really helpful, thank you. And I know that, that would, if that's the case, this is going to have a big impact. It's definitely something that we hear from services all the time, as um, obviously these highly skilled staff um, are then obviously becoming incredibly attractive elsewhere. So that's a really great answer. Thank you so much. And Laura Anne or Mary, do you have an example of how it could make a difference to someone kind of working within one of the services? I mean, you've touched on it on it a little, but
2: for example, a band five practitioner, what could it mean to them? In terms of um, career progression um, for um, a band five practitioner, they can look at the the knowledge, skills, and behaviours of uh, the band six. Um, and see where they need to work towards and their career development and their, their, their personal, professional development to get to that next level and what they need to do where they're at um, and what they need to do to, to progress in their career.
0: That's fab, thank
2: you. Catherine. I'm
0: going to come back to you next, um, just to ask around the practical steps of using a framework what would you say to people um around you know if someone wanted to use this with the member of their staff or within their service what do they do how do they use it practically
3: yeah i think that's a really good question and i think that's what everyone wants to know is, is how do you use uh, and apply this framework to yourself? So this framework is really intended to be used as a live document and it can be used by an individual practitioner, it can be used by service leads or managers to think about the wider team as well and also by educators to support that um, development of training and and resources to support the knowledge and skill set development. So the idea is that um, as an individual, you would choose the level you think relates best to your current role. So for example, we were using the the band five uh, uh, earlier in the discussion. So um, that usually equates to a level five within the framework You would then go through the knowledge and skills outlined in each pillar. So that's the clinical practice pillar, facilitation of learning, leadership, as well as evidence, research and development pillars. You would look at each pillar and go through the knowledge and skills and see how confident you felt for each outcome statement that was written um, for them. And this way, you would quite quickly identify any gaps that you had or any areas for development that that you would then discuss with your service lead and build it directly into your uh, PDP objectives. There's also a reflective tool that we've developed as part of the framework that can help you do this. So during this process you will also be um, developing evidence and this evidence can be used in a number of different ways, things like supporting your revalidation. Um, So again, it's something that you can do that will save you time and effort in the longer term with other areas of your practice as well. And that's both for nurses and for allied health professions. Thanks. And I suppose on the back of that question,
0: I'm interested in all of your opinions and how do we stop this from being just another resource that sits on a website and nobody uses? How do we make sure it is that live document that you mentioned, Catherine, and it's useful for people? So, um, again, I'm interested in everyone's opinion on this. So, Mary, if I come to you first.
1: Yep, I think we just need to make sure that it's targeted to the individuals that are working across hospital at home so they know that this tool is here to help their their developments. So I think the, the promotion of the framework is going to, be, going to be key so that it's not just sitting on the website and not being used.
0: Yeah, I totally agree, Mary. Thank you. Laura-Ann?
2: Yeah, I think um, just the same as Mary, just publicising the, the framework and um, making sure that it's easily accessible to people um, and um, user-friendly as well. Um, yeah.
0: Thank you. And I've been lucky enough to see a draft of it. And it's absolutely user friendly. It's, it's looking fantastic. Um, and Katrin, just come back to you on, on your thoughts on that.
3: Yeah, I think it is really important um, to to make sure that there's really good leadership around supporting uh, the implementation of the framework. Um, thinking about service leads and the teams, identifying those key people, you know, who are going to act as a champion, who are going to support others in their team to use that framework, and just making it part of everyday practice, using it for that for those professional development. Development planning conversations, thinking about how it can be used to kind of support that development of evidence and skill set. And again, as we highlighted earlier, using it for for supporting around revalidation. But I, I agree with Laura, Anne, and and Mary. I think key to this is how we promote this and making sure that it is really accessible um, to people and that they can engage and get the support to do that within their uh, practice, uh, within their team, and get that supported learning time. Thank
0: you, and yeah, I completely agree about making sure that this is visible and people are aware of it, and we're certainly gonna be doing some work around that. Um, I'm sure you will all be delighted to know that. This is my last question, and then I'm gonna ask if you've got anything else you'd like to add. But again, it's a, it's a very practical question, so Catherine, if it's okay to come to you for this. Where, if, if people are interested in this um, and want to know a little bit more, where can they get support? And can you tell us a little bit about the next steps for this piece of work?
3: Yeah, no problem. Um, So the framework will be available on uh, a new uh, NES Turas Learn site, uh, which is being developed at the moment and it will go live once the framework has been launched and within this site we're using it as a hub for information so we'll also have guidance on how to use the framework how to get the best out of it and also some supporting resources with case studies and other information that that people will find helpful for those at all different levels we're trying to cater for people who maybe are thinking about coming in to work within hospital at home as well as those practitioners who are Um, already established an experience within working at hospital at home and maybe at level eight of of the, the framework so we should have information and support for for everybody we're also planning um to have some promotional events and an interactive learning session Um, later in August and we'll be using that session to really showcase the framework and highlight how we can use it. Also this uh, session will be recorded and it will be available on the TURAS Learn site. The framework will also sit within our Nursing, Midwifery and Allied Health Professions Development framework that we have an existing website for and it will be in a new section which will be dedicated to new frameworks so there'll be a number of different frameworks but Hospital at Home will be the first one and again it will be accessed there so there are a couple of places that you'll be able to access it there will also be links within the uh, Health Improvement Scotland um, site that you're probably already familiar with so it should be very easy to find Thank you, Katrin. And yeah, if
0: anybody is interested in finding out a little bit more or has got any questions, please just get in touch with us through our Healthcare Improvement Scotland website and you'll find the Hospital at Home pages on there. Or if you're part of the Hospital at Home teams community, just pop a question on there and we'll get back to you. Um, We're very friendly and very approachable, so just give us a shout. so just to wrap up then, I'm going to come to each of you to ask if you've got anything else you'd like to add um, on top of what we've already talked about, and Mary, can I come to you?
1: Um, I probably wouldn't add much else than what we've um, spoke about, so it was a great opportunity to be involved in this because I've um, had a lot of experience working within Hostel homes. Home, so I hope that we've, we've managed to evidence the, the, the services um, well enough.
0: Thanks, Mary. And yeah, this has been a huge piece of work. And it's been going on for, I think, over a year now. So it's just fantastic to start to see it come to fruition and start to hear about the difference it's going to make in practice. Uh,
3: Thank you. Catherine. I'll come to you next, if that's okay. Thanks. Yeah, I suppose um, it might be helpful just to touch on how the framework was developed. And um, it was very much um, taken with real-life practitioners. So Laura-Ann and Mary were absolutely fundamental in the process. Uh, they were our um, experts, professional experts, who provided that information about hospital at home workforce and what the, 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 the needs are. So we also spent a lot of time working with other um, hospital at home uh, practitioners and we had a stakeholder national stakeholder group which was made up of different service leads and uh, different professions involved around hospital at home within Scotland and again this group was really pivotal in helping us ensure that the framework was appropriate to um, the hospital at home service, and we spent a lot of time making sure that the profiles and the roles and the knowledge and skills really felt um, that they were realistic and practical and familiar to people working within uh, this service. We will, as a, 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 a be following this up, um, and we'll be uh, looking to get some user feedback. So we're really keen to hear from people once they start using the framework. Is it what you expected? Is there gaps that people would like more information on and um you know and just for us to make sure that we have actually got it right so we will be in touch with people and again uh really open to have your feedback direct as well
0: thanks catherine and i think that's really helpful and it's also important to um highlight as well actually that this isn't just going to kind of be launched and left there is also going to be an implementation group that supports the implementation and the kind of promotion that we've spoken about and supporting people to use this in practice and on that note I'd like to thank you all so Catherine Mary and Laura Ann thank you so much for giving us some of your time today Um, it's been really interesting to hear about where this started and where we are now and really excited for the launch of this Um, we'll be launching this in the summer but in the meantime please do keep your ears and eyes out for some promotional work around this. um, Bit of a coming soon kind of theme with all of this work. We've had some really interesting conversations with people at all different levels and within different roles in hospital at home services. And the team have kind of worked to capture some of those conversations in blog or case study form Um, And we'll be sharing those across our different networks. So they're really interesting and they just really capture what it is to work in a hospital or home service. These will also be part of the um, toolkit supporting the framework. Um, But, yeah, keep your eyes and ears out for them um, because we'll be sharing some of those over the next few weeks. And all that's left to say then is thank you for listening. And we will be back soon with another episode for your ears. Thank you very much.